Are you sure? Here's the 30 second lesson on what legends know. Never ask a bride why she's getting married. Don't wear a skirt on a windy day. Deodorant is not a shower. Don't sniff chili flakes. And don't forget, saving is not investing. Legends don't just save, they invest in mutual funds. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully. Maharashtra is having the second phase of its polling this Friday. Now, why Maharashtra has five phases of polling? It's not a state known for much law and order issues, so there isn't going to be that much shuffling of paramilitary forces and police. There might be some political reasons for that, which we'll, which we will discuss as we go along. However, and to understand the importance of Maharashtra, we have to we have to see what is it that Narendra Modi and the BGP are are targeting, what is it that, that they are promising, and what is it that the opposition wants? What is so this clash of objectives on the two sides will take place in the state of Maharashtra even more, even more than in the state, state of Uttar Pradesh, because Uttar Pradesh might have more seats. Uttar Pradesh has 80 seats in Lok Sabha. Maharashtra has only 48. It is the second highest. However, unlike Uttar Pradesh, Maharashtra has a very different kind of contest this time because alliances have been redone. They've been rejigged. Friend has become foe. Foe has become friend. In some cases, friends, friend has friend has split the friend so that one becomes a fourth and the other becomes a friend, so on and so forth. This is very messy. It's in this mess that Maharashtra is having its elections going to the polls in the second round, 48 seats. If Narendra Modi and the BJP have to get anywhere near their promise of 370 seats for the BJP, 400 par, 400 par for the alliance, I'm saying it notionally. If at all they have to get anywhere near that, they have to sweep Maharashtra at least they have to repeat the performance of the last election which was 41 plus one seat out of 48 why do we say 41 plus one because the alliance that is bjp and shiv sena they won 41 seats between them shiv sena shiv sena won 18 the bjp won 23 23 out of the 25 the bjp contested 18 out of the 23 that Shiv Sena contested. One more seat had gone to an independent backed by NCP, etc., by the other side. But she then came to support the BJP and she is now a BJP candidate, Navneet Rana. So we include her also. BJP and its allies, BJP Shiv Sena, got 42 seats out of 48. So this time the challenge for the BJP is that they have to get at least this many, if not more, because the target is more, they want even more than 42, but at least this many. The trick there is, the little twist there is that while their ally is still called Shiv Sena, it's a different Shiv Sena, because the Shiv Sena had left the BJP as we know, to lead the state government on its own. That Shiv Sena was then split by the by the BJP. And that's why I said sometimes you split four, sometimes you split a friend, and sometimes four become friend and friend becomes four. In fact, I will quote for you, quote to you a line that Girish Kobert, the editor of Lok Sata, wrote in his in his article, my former colleague. 
I wish I had written this line, but because I haven't written, written it, I will borrow it from him with full credit to him. So thank you, Girish. What did he write in his article? In his right article in the Indian Express, he wrote, this is a case, Maharashtra politics is a bit like the case of candidate A, although belonging to party B, will contest the elections on the symbol of party C, which will vacate its seat for a defector from party D, which in turn will extended support to a breakaway faction of party E. That's the kind of dog's breakfast Maharashtra politics is at this time. Now, just as for Narendra Modi and the BJP, it's important, critical to at least repeat their performance of the last election, if not improve on it. For the other side, for its challengers, that is Congress party, Shiv Sena, NCP, these are also the three most powerful members of the India Alliance. For them to be able to stop Narendra Modi and BJP, one short of his promise of 370 or 370 plus allies 400. But also if their ambition is to stop Narendra Modi and BJP below the 272 mark, they have to do very well in Maharashtra. And for any of that to happen, the alliances have to play out one way or the other. Which means, which means the real test is, where will the alliance partners' votes go? So, looking at the larger political picture, when Shiv Sena's voters go out to vote, <coughs> Shiv Sena has a lot of committed voters, particularly say in the city of Bombay and city of Mumbai, I should say. Otherwise, I will face the wrath of Shiv Sainik from both sides, from both factions. So, uh, I stand corrected. We will, we will need to see where do Shiv Sena's loyal voters go to vote. Will they vote for the new Shiv Sena, that is the Shinde Shiv Sena, Ikna Shinde Shiv Sena chief ministers, which the courts and election commission have decreed to be the real Shiv Sena. What will the voters think? Will they see this one as the real Shiv Sena or will they see Uddhav Thakre's Shiv Sena as the real thing? Similarly, for NCP, will they see... Sharad Pawar's party as the NCP, as inheriting the mantle of the real NCP along with, along with the founder or, or will they see NCP's mantle now having gone away and with a new leadership under Ajit Pawar who happens to be a nephew of Sharad Pawar. Once again, there is a mess of the kind that you don't see even in Hindi heartland politics and that's why the more you figure out the politics of the states of Indian Union, Beyond the Hindi heartland, the most fascinated you are, one, by the complexities and second, also by how little sometimes we Dillywalas tend to know about any of this. And that is the reason I have real experts with me to help us declutter this one. I have our formidable political editor, D.K. Singh, who you know well. You also have Mansi Fadke, our deputy editor in Mumbai. She's our deputy editor in Mumbai, also in charge of, of our coverage, not just in Maharashtra, but Maharashtra, Goa, Gujarat. So all of that, all of that Western coast and also Tamil Nadu and Kerala. And also, also we have our special correspondent, Purva Chitnis, who as you can see is in the field right now and, and pavement thumping and trying to figure out what's going on in this fascinating state. So we'll get started. As we get started and, and, and as I hand over to Manasi, 
who will explain to us some of the some of the complexities i talked about particularly these dynasties which are at odds with each other some of these di dynasties are also split i will just tell you the geographical divisions in the state of maharashtra so there is western maharashtra vidarbha marathwada konkan which includes thane there was a time when people would say the outsiders would say oh thane suburb of mumbai it's not a suburb of mumbai it's a whole buzzing district by itself and a city by itself in fact that is the karm bhumi of eknath shinde as well that's where it draws its power from then mumbai and then north maharashtra so geographically these are the regions mansi uh, make some sense of this for us because as i see i i notice also that maharashtra maharashtra police economic offences wing has now said it has absolved ajit pawar of all all his alleged crimes right uh, uh, you can explain what that scandal was in the process it has also absolved others involved in it which include rohit pawar his nephew which is actually on the other side of the political divide so this is one big ganga snan although mind you it's a bit like your mom giving you the nobel prize isn't it when your own government gives you a clean chit so what is going on how do we outsiders make sense of maharashtra politics like this i will start with uh, uh, i'll start with the uh, dynasty and the part of maharashtra that's perhaps the most exciting right now and uh, it's almost like a, a pot boiler that's playing out and sometimes you forget that you're still on page 1 and not page 3 of the whole thing uh, of the news cycle uh, so that's the pawar uh, dynasty uh, where you have uh, nebu ajit pawar on one side uncle sharad pawar on the other side and uh, baramati which is their home turf which is the uh, parliamentary constituency of baramati which uh, has several smaller assembly constituencies in it but it includes the whole baramati taluka which is the karma bhumi of the pawar and uh, i was there uh, last week uh, uh, last to last week actually and uh, uh, the entire family is split uh, the workers are split all the functionaries are on ajit pawar side the voters are split uh while they say ajit pawar has done a lot for them on the ground uh, they don't want to uh, vote against sharad pawar because he is ultimately the kartadarta of uh, the entire system uh, under ncp and the pawar family that has been split up so that's going to be a very exciting uh, exciting scene to watch out for because here we have ajit pawar's real brother and his uh, wife and their son campaigning for sharad pawar's daughter supriya sure and uh, they hold ajit pawar responsible for you know making them uh, 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 an active part of the situation because they had apparently urged ajit pawar not to give a candidate from the family uh, to avoid making this political split uh, one that spills over into the family but then he put up sunitra pawar's wife as the candidate because she is the most winnable probably from the ajit pawar faction for baramati because only a pawar can take on a pawar legacy and here it directly becomes a pawar versus sue battle so he is trying to show this is the daughter in law and this is the daughter who is married and gone away to another family as well the voters i spoke to you know uh, some of them say that uh, okay we may uh, because we cannot uh, we cannot imagine voting against sharad pawar so we we'll probably vote with him on this one because this election is all it's almost as if uh, the the uh, ruling side is out to finish sharad pawar uh, this election is uh, Uh, characteristic of that, but when it comes to the assembly election, we'll only side with Ajit Dada. 
so there's also that dynamic that you are seeing among voters where uh, and that's the reason why uh, i mean this election is going to be very interesting because it's going to give us absolutely no clues about what's going to happen in the assembly election 6 months down the line uh now a few more dynasties and a lot of them come out from the western maharashtra region and i'll let uh, purva talk a little bit more about it but uh, so this 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 has become like a shatranj ke khiladi sort of a game where sharad uh, pawar uh, has to put his best move forward he's literally using all political acumen that he's got it's all happening in the background and uh, devendra fadnavis is also trying to counter it equally effectively so in western maharashtra what sharad pawar has tried to do because devendra fadnavis thought that ajit pawar is now with us Uh, his NCP is with us. So this, uh, you know, the summer goal of uh, the state, where you have uh, cooperatives and you know this huge network of cooperative banks and sugar factories, and which has always been loyal to the NCP, that also uh, kind of translates. Uh, I mean, it it comes to us in Virasas, uh, but that does that doesn't seem like it's likely to happen because Sharad Pawar has brought some at least two other formidable leaders from Western Maharashtra together with him. uh and i mean together then you know they hold a lot of sway so i let purva talk a little bit more about it because she is in solapur right now all right. so purva give a, give us a picture but before that somebody explain to us either you or purva whoever knows it better what is this scandal in which ajit pawar's own government has given him a clean chit and where his nephew has is a is a collateral beneficiary usually we say collateral collateral beneficiary damage beneficiary or what we say haathi ke paon mein sabka paon so what what is case this is a maharashtra state uh, cooperative bank uh, probe that uh, uh, the uw was looking at and uh, where basically the board uh, uh, members and uh, uh, board members were alleged to have given uh, loans uh, to you know some of some of the sugar factories and some of the cooperatives that are owned by their family and friends although they were not fit to be given loans so that was the case um, in, initially even sharad pawar was named in the case in 2019 if you remember and then that kind of just fizzled out uh, so eow has right now given uh, a clean chit purva you take it forward from where you are but before you go i will tell you something that happened when pratibha patel was named as congress candidate uh, for president uh, we were in the express we were running a series of stories on scandals involving her and her family and mainly her businesses and somebody senior from the congress came to meet me at my home with a basket of langda mangoes and said look whatever happens on in third week of july she'll represent the glory of the republic why are you going after her so i said but all these are genuine stories and this senior leader of the congress who's actually now joined the bjp suresh pachauri i will name him he said that look what has she got she's got a cooperative bank she's got a sugar mill and she's got private educational institutions like universities everybody in maharashtra has them so what has she done that everybody else hasn't done so this is this this is so true of maharashtra politics purva isn't it yes absolutely and that's why like you know the western maharashtra region is particularly crucial now western maharashtra will be voting in the third phase but here uh, bjp trying to uh, take the ncp faction especially ajit pawar i mean we all know after sharad pawar it was ajit pawar who was the number 2 in ncp and taking ajit pawar along with uh, you know the ruling government the mahayuti government bjp thought that it was going to be a cakewalk for them or we can say like it would be easy for them 
to take over the western maharashtra constituency right from pune like there are four con- lok sabha constituency in pune region then there is satara there is sangli there is kolhapur there is hatkanangle solapur and wada so these are quite a number of constituencies that we are lo- talking after and that's why uh, you know what the sense that we are getting especially what sharad pawar did here sharad pawar tried to get on board vijay singh mohite patel now mohite patel as mansik was also saying that like, um, among the dynasties the big clans in maharashtra especially western maharashtra mohite patel is one of the bigger names he had joined bjp in 2019 he was in ncp he had moved out of congress he, uh, along with sharad pawar he was a part of ncp since then but in 2019 he went to the bjp so getting him on board that and his clout is in the solapur mada region so uh, that same region solapur is a region where uh, region where sujil kumar shinde comes from now if you remember sujil kumar shinde he had fought the 2019 election but because of prakash ambedkar fighting there for, as well uh, sujil kumar shinde lost that election because of the division of vote so now what has happened is sharad pawar has tried to bring these two together sushil kumar shinde vijay singh mohite patel then uh, you know the, the mohite patel uh, nephew has gotten a seat from uh, mada so it's the combination on the ground is working the optics are good at the moment uh, because uh, and also kolhapur we have uh, chhatrapati shahu maharaj now he comes from the royal family himself this is the time that he is contesting lok sabha election for ministry so that's why even on ground uh, you know people are coming out to see him from the palace now he's coming out on ground campaigning so people are excited to see him as well so optically if uh, bjp wanted this ncp come board and uh, you know ajit pawar coming into bjp is going to help them but doesn't look so easy satara of course udayan rajay bosle have gotten the ticket from bjp so it is tough at this moment like it's it can go any uh, any which way baramati as mansi was also speaking about baramati is looking tough so it's not that it's the election is gone out of bjp fans of course there are seat combination but there are few states where it is looking tougher for the bjp at this moment and uh, there are uh, many states where it is a 50 50 can you explain this describe the western maharashtra region for us right uh, so western maharashtra is basically this uh, region which is known for its sugar mills and uh, this is also the region where you know traditionally it has been the congress ncp bastion like all your cooperatives milk cooperative sugar cooperative banks uh education all these cooperatives it's heavy on cooperatives and uh, the entire maharashtra politics if we look like how pawar has dominated uh maharashtra politics mainly because of this western maharashtra region a lot of these uh, dynasties hold uh, still hold a lot of swing in uh, western maharashtra so western maharashtra is uh, especially it's also maratha dominant and uh, this is also a region which has in fact uh, you know these are the powerful uh, politically powerful marathas have come from western maharashtra so that is why it's also going to be interesting in this particular uh, election to see how the marathas are going to vote because marathas have traditionally uh, been congress ncp voters but in the last 10 uh, 10 years they have either uh, half of them have voted for bjp as well so with this jarange patel movement the maratha agitation movement there seems to be some consolidation for maratha votes as well so western maharashtra is also key and important to see how marathas are going to vote in this election 
that that that's a good point and something we must remember is that in the last parliament election 2019 bjp and shiv sena got more than 50 all more than 51 percent of the vote in fact 51.34 percent and the upa which was then congress and ncp they got 32 percent of the vote so lok sabha bjp sena had a big head start but again the question which will be the question will be which sena and which sena will the voters see as the real one decay uh, i'm sure you're missing not being in maharashtra at this point because you like to be where the political action is now what are the big takeaways uh, one i will question i will raise with you that does it mean that this could be either this could either signal the revival or the end the rise or the end of two major political dynasties in india and both at this point mostly happen to be on the same side that is the sharad pawar dynasty and the thakre dynasty yes very important but first i'll come to the data uh, you're talking about this 28% you said uh, sorry uh, 51% see i was just before uh, coming to this i was looking at the data so you know in 2009 for instance we are looking at the bjp's base in 2009 bjp got about uh, 17% votes 17 point something. When Modi came on to the national center stage, the BJP's vote share, and remember BJP contests just 25 Lok Sabha seats. So we are talking about those seats only. In 2014, BJP gained by about 10 percentage points. So 2019, BJP's vote share was 28%, which continued in 2000, uh, sorry, 2014 and 2019 also. So we have BJP's vote share as uh, 28% and Shiv Sena's vote share, you know, it has gone up to 23%. But given that BJP will impact the entire thing, how Prime Minister Modi's uh, magic work, work there or don't work, so we are looking at the BJP's numbers. So the data tell you, tells you that, you know, uh, every party has its own, uh, you know, uh, vote bank, pocket borough. So look at even the, uh, look at all the parties, Congress. As part of uh, an alliance with the uh, NCP and now are uh, now part of the MVA with the Sivsena. But Congress has had 16 to 19 percent vote. Before Modi, it was about 19 percent, 20 percent. Even now, Congress continues to have 16 percent. We know in 2019, Congress was nowhere. Still, it managed 16 percent vote. That's almost the vote share of the NCP also. So these people already have 32 percent. When we are talking about NDA, NCP, BJP have 51 percent vote. These, these two, at least NCP and Congress, they have 32% solid votes. And then we talk about the Shiv Sena factor. We remove Shiv Sena from the NDA uh, equation, BJP is down to 28%. What happens to that 23% that Shiv Sena gets? That will make a lot of difference. What happens to uh, NCP? Again, with that 16% uh, vote bank, how much is uh, sorry, Ajit Pawar able to split? That is why this data, when you're in politics, we're talking about politics uh, and arithmetic and chemistry. Arithmetic is totally messed up. Nobody knows where are the numbers. We talk about chemistry. Uh, you know, that reminds me, uh, a few months back, Mansi would remember uh, Fadnavis and uh, Eknath Sinde. They were going to inaugurate some road project. Fadnavis was driving the car, Eknath Sinde was sitting uh, beside him. A few days later, I uh, met uh, Sinde here. And I was asking him for, you know, Fadnavis was in the driving seat. Shinde tells me, I, I was an auto driver. I know what 
ಮಹಾಜನ್ about a national confusion the confusion is there because on the ground the the party is not sure before coming for recording i was talking to somebody in the ruling camp and he was saying you know forget about this arithmetic chemistry are uh, among alliance partners what will actually matter is what kind of chemistry prime minister modi is able to strike with the people now as per him uh, you know modi remains the most popular leader in maharashtra even now but that wave is missing and if that wave is missing uh, how the results will be uh, we don't know that's why there is so much of confusion because there are so many players there and as for uh, the dynasty you talked about yes for both dynasty these these elections are crucial yeah so mansi uh, so that's a key question can narendra modi still transfer votes to whatever faction of ncp and shiv senas with him purely in his own name do you see that sense in maharashtra for modi all candidates even uh, uh, many of the candidates rather let me correct myself even the ones who are confident of winning it on their own name are very strongly using narendra modi's name so the modi factor is there and when they use narendra modi's name what's working in maharashtra is mostly talking about uh, the development schemes that he has brought in the uh, roads that he has completed the infrastructure projects that he has completed uh, the way he is uh, i mean they talk about uh, this guske marenge the eye for an eye with regards to uh, any kind of uh, extremities against india uh, all of that is uh, working the, the stress on industries uh, the way india's uh, uh, image uh, apparently has uh, has grown when you go overseas and people ask you where, where you are from oh i am from india oh you are from the you are from narendra modi's land your country is doing very well this is the kind of narrative that uh, the candidates of all three parties the ruling allies are putting forth uh even uh, you know candidate as uh, confident as narayan rani i spent uh, half of the day with him uh i mean he doesn't need modi's name technically to uh, contest and you know when and whether he wins or not is a different thing but he's a very well known name across sindhudurg and even ratnagiri and has enough support but he's still putting pushing the modi name forward which means yes modi factor does work and that is one major reason why i said uh you know the voting the voting patterns will be different now as against in the assembly election when there will be no modi factor uh, at play per se and there will be other uh, issues that uh, will come up at that point of time uh, primarily you know issues such as projects going to gujarat uh, you know the gujarati influence increasing on maharashtra which hit uh, you know which kind of strike a chord with a large part of the maharashtran population in fact uh, 
we spoke with uh, narayan rane so you can hear a few lines from that interview and we'll share the full link to the full interview with the description so while we are talking about the pawar family and what's happening within the pawar family see also little clips from these interviews with supriya sole the daughter and also sunetra pawar the niece in law so listen to what they are saying you will see links to the full interviews with the description of this video uh, also just to add on to that so while the modi factor uh, seems to be still working in maharashtra uh, the bjp is uh, doesn't want to leave any stone unturned uh, if you look at the kind of candidates that the bjp has uh, you know, put forth it's very first like i mean it has ensured that it is putting forth its very best and looking at only vulnerability pulling somebody like sudhir mungantiwar out of uh, the maharashtra cabinet to make him contest from chandrapur the only seat that had gone to congress in 2019 uh, which uh, uh, the uh, the uh, mp who passed away his wife was contesting from the congress uh, so he was fielded from there then huge uh, goel being brought to mumbai that has a special connection with bjp voters in mumbai then giving it to giving the bead candidate to pankaja munde Uh, she has a huge following within her community that you know the bjp just couldn't overlook uh, pulling in narayan rane uh, in ratnagiri sindhudurg though the shivsena wanted that seat very badly and uh, somehow they placated the ally and gave it to narayan rane yeah they are not leaving anything to chance purva i think you are in better signal now i'm sorry it was a bit hazy the last time i know you are in the field and on the on the street it's a challenge even now so you want to say something please go ahead yeah so basically uh, along with all of this i think uh, what i have observed like i was also in parts of marathwada and uh, you know parts of uh, vidarbha which are going to go to the polling uh, in the next uh, second phase uh, the consolidation of vote factor uh, the caste factor is very important it's going to be very important because uh, manoj jarange patel especially in the marathwada region he still holds a lot of sway at least the voters that have been speaking to they have been saying that you know we will be voting uh, jo koi hamara caste issue quota issue resolve karega so uh, that is going to be a very uh, major factor and at the same time the obc consolidation which the bjp has tried uh, very well at this point with you know chagan bujbal getting on board chagan bujbal and obcs putting their own candidates in places where there are maratha candidates from both the ruling and the opposition camp so uh, this is something that i think we should also be watching for the caste factor is going to play out along with of course there is this modi factor which is uh, there then this caste factor is there and at the same time the local issues are also people are also speaking about those local issues on ground how they are going to translate into voting that they are not very sure like you know whether they will be voting only for the local issues or they will also be looking for the national uh, you know the modi factor because considering this is a national election but uh, yeah these are couple of points that i think uh, you know going forward we need to watch out for when people are going out to vote so is anybody two of you are on the ground is anybody talking about manifestos congress manifesto or bjp manifesto just just give me a one line answer purva you see anybody talking about manifestos no uh, manzi you see anything so manifestos are really for the pandits in delhi and for tv channels right isn't it because every day they are discussing manifestos dk uh, you have the last word uh, what is I have, I, have, I, have a, i have a question short question from uh, manzi because he is in ratnagiri 
Now I'm very curious. We have seen the split in the Shiv Sena. Eknath Sinde has been managing pretty well from Mumbai, but this entire region from Mumbai to Thane down to to Ratnagiri, uh, what kind of a split do you see in the Shiv Sena? I'm talking about the split in their loyalty, Shiv Sena's loyalty. Uh, in Ratnagiri and uh, Sindhudurg, it's actually simple because uh, the, uh, the leaders who have been to the, uh, who have basically gone to the Shinde camp, which is uh, people like Uday Samant and Deepak Kesarkar, were not original Shivsenics. They were people who had joined the party from NCP. Uh, so the, when you talk to uh, uh, the Thakre Shivsena and ask them, are your Karyakarta still with you or where is the split and who is with uh, uh, the Shinde led Shivsena? They say that all the Karyakartas that Uday Samant or Deepak Kesarkar had got with, gotten with them have now gone to the Eknath Chindyalet Shivsena. We don't consider them ours anyway. So it's uh, no loss for us. Uh, so that's how it has uh, it is divided. Uh, if you if when I have gone to a lot of villages and spoken to uh, you know, people from different communities, that Thakre factor in Konkan still is it, it, still uh, that that hump is difficult for you know people to overcome and vote for a Shivsena that belongs to somebody else because in Konkan in Mumbai that Thakre factor still works. But at the same time, the younger voters the Sarpanches, in fact, uh, when I was speaking to some of them, they say that uh, the Shiddelat Shivsena has ensured that, you know, after coming to power, they have released funds for our villages and, you know, works have happened. So, uh, to, in, to, to, in the younger voters seem to be more transactional. They will you know, look at uh, most of those things. It's the white-haired population that still, you know, thinks about sentimentality and the uh, uh, righteousness of the whole situation. Uh, in fact, in one of the rallies uh, yesterday, I, uh, Vinod Savde was here to campaign for, uh, actually not to, to campaign for Narayanani and also to address the uh, party workers of all the uh, ruling allies as well as the MNS and RPI. And uh, he used this, uh, he basically gave this example uh, that what is sympathy? Uh, if a bus hits a car, then you have sympathy for the car. If a car hits a scooter, you have sympathy for a scooter. If a scooter hits a cycle, you have sympathy for the cycle. But if you want to get your daughter married tomorrow, you're not going to go to the cycle wala. You're going to ensure that you know, at least there's a car. So when you vote, look at somebody not from the angle of sympathy, but from the angle of capability. So that's where it is. So, DK, you have another question for Purva and Purva. Uh, yes, so because, uh, because both, have, both of them are in the field. Uh, Am I correct in my assessment, or at least what I am given to understand, that it's ultimately the Modi factor that has to pull it off for Mahayuti or, and to defeat the MBA? It's the Modi factor remains the most decisive uh, thing in Maharashtra. Urva? Uh, Purva, you're muted. Purva, you're Yes, that, uh, that is going to be one of the factors as far as uh, what I have uh, seen on ground. It is one of the key factors, but not the only factor, definitely. But for Baha Yuti to come out, that is definitely the only factor. They will have to uh, go out and uh, they are, in fact, talking on the Modi factor itself. Like, uh, you know, if you go out and go to any city of uh, Maharashtra, especially, you see large holdings of, uh, you know, uh, BJP, but uh, it is only Modi's face that is, uh, you know, on those holdings, especially because not uh, even in Amravati, it's not about Navneet Rana or, it, uh, you know, it is not about any other candidate. It is about Modi. They are talking about Modi and uh, that is uh, what they are 
they feel that that um, you know the uti feels that this is the only factor that is going to get them uh, you know the required amount of force that they want manzi just the modi factor nothing else matters no it, uh, lord actually uh, we shouldn't uh, underestimate the pop the people of maharashtra because they are yet to give a verdict on what they think about you know this breaking and making of alliances and parties uh, there's not been a single major election since all of that has happened so that is and you know a wild card an unknown factor that we don't know yet thank you very much dk for your wisdom always and purva chitney is also interviewed aditya thakre you will see a line or two from that interview now the full interview you will see among the links that we are adding to the description of this video so thank you very much mansi and purva are two stalwarts in maharashtra mansi in ratnagiri purva in solapur a huge state so there is still a lot more travel to do thank you very much and for you viewers listeners please do tell us what do you think of this new format that we have tried a couple of times during the elections would you like us to do more of this or less of this i hope you will say more because in that case i have to do less work so thank you very much for being there